Welcome, everyone. Welcome. This is Baron here with my friend David Masters. We are here disrupting the drift. We're here to open minds to collapse, destruct, disrupt old ideas, old ways of being, old ways of acting, uh, behaving in life that lead you to places you don't want to be in yourself, in your life in the world. Join us with an open mind. You may get a little disturbed as you're listening in. And if you can just calm yourself down, slow down and be with what we're saying, something could happen that would open up a whole new pathway for you. Welcome, David. Great to be here, Baron. Yeah. You want to speak to what we're going to listen to? We'll get right. Let's get right into it. What we have is a clip from a an author named uh, Matthias Desmet, he wrote a book called The Psychology of Totalitarianism. Uh, it's generally speaking, it's it's a very heady book and it's somewhat intellectually top heavy. But uh, he was on an uh, interview recently and he said something that just hit me so powerfully. And so I say that to you and I think we should just play it and start to discuss it. Let's do it. Here we go. Even more, the more we enclose ourselves in a wall of logical building blocks. This is what I got is the more we lock ourselves inside of a wall of logical thinking, the more we mm -hmm. isolate ourselves from the rest of life. Is that w what you right? And, and mm -hmm. Yes. And there's a reason for that. Yes. Because what we then begin to do is expect everything to be logical. And mm -hmm. let me tell you something. If you think about it objectively, there's so much that human beings cannot comprehend because why? Because we're finite beings. Things are beyond our ability to comprehend. There are many things. Scientists spend hundreds, if not thousands of years trying to understand how the universe came into existence. It's not necessarily based on logic. And if we go into quantum mechanics and physics, it makes no sense whatsoever. So what he's saying is, the danger of locking yourself behind a wall of expectations when it comes to things making sense, it, it limits your ability to recognize your own limitations, and it puts you in a trap, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, I got that. It's, um, it's like a small-minded understanding, like a, having to understand everything, having to know everything. Yes. And yes. Or and or yes. thinking you know everything uh, because you've got it logically figured out. But the walls right. we put up to keep ourselves safe and to, to know and to control, uh, those walls we put up to keep, well, the world out, others out, keep us locked in and into a place <laughs> that we don't want to be in, Well, <laughs> a trap. Well, I don't know how you put it. Something is expansive and other things are contractive. Yeah, in life you're contracting. How did or you you're put expanding. it? Expanding. Life's not linear. Yeah, it's organic, and and with that, you're either in the flow of life, and so to speak, and therefore expanding, or if you're in this again coming back to this logical thinking, and you've got every brick in its proper proper place in the wall of how you view life, then you. You're contracting. If you're viewing life from, through a linear lens, a logical lens, you're contracting because you're not really lined up to how life is and what reality is. 
So uh, on that note, the idea is that if you cannot accept that there are limitations on logic, on, um, let, let's put it this way, on, on rationality, then you are setting it up so that you can only accept those things which you deem to be rational or logical, okay? Yeah. And you, so, so what, then what you're doing is, in a manner of speaking, is you're actually starting to play God. Because, see, if it has to make sense to you in order for you to accept it, then what you're doing is you're setting up the, um, how can I say it? Well, you're closing you're off any other possibilities. Of yeah. Greater possibilities. A loss of humility. <laughs> to the opposite, the polar opposite right. of, of humility right. and in being, uh, in, in not knowing, uh, you know, being, um, you know, I don't know what I don't know. And I don't know, you know, there's this whole realm of life and, and, and the right. universe and universes plural that, that I, I don't know about. And I, and I, but I, I want to figure it out. I want to think I know uh, in my own little world, ant world, but I really don't know. And I, and humility has something to do with, well, I don't know. And I don't even know what I don't know, but I know I don't know. And I don't know what's out there. What, what's beyond just my small mind. How can you know that you don't know if Knowing that you don't know is a kind of special knowing. Yeah, you're still lost in a knowing. I know what I don't know is still knowing. But if I don't That's right. know you do. what I don't know, and I don't even know what I don't know, well, that, that's a different possibility. That's a different opening. But there's power in that. But there's power in that because you can be shown. Yeah, the power to really know. You can discover. You, you discover. can have revelation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it is first at the moment when we start to realize that our capacity for rational understanding is limited, that the building blocks of the logical world will slide open a little bit, and that the eternal life of music will be able right to there. go through the holes of the wall. Perfect. Now, again, he's what he's saying, and I'm saying that this not knowing is a form of knowing. But by, and that's like, you know, the, uh, if it was an Indiana Jones movie and there had to be a special key to unlock the door that opens to the treasure, not knowing and accepting your own limitations and, and, and being humble enough to say, okay, I've reached the limits of my capacity to understand mm -hmm. or comprehend, right? Mm -hmm. That's the humility that you're talking about. Mm. In that moment, that may be the special combination to unlock that door and what's behind that door is new knowing. Well, and where or he's what saying, I would call he, now knowing. He's not saying unlocking the whole door or taking the whole wall down. He's what I'm hearing him say some holes in the walls, like some bricks are removed. Yes. And then this music yes. of life shines through or, or comes through those holes and you begin to experience the, the, bigger the music did he say music or song of life he said he said the music and and i think there's something important about music because music is based entirely on vibration when he's talking about the music of life it is the it is the vibration of what is on the other side of that wall that you've walled yourself inside of 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. And as you start becoming aware that you're in this wall of logical thinking, then that awareness, so to speak, it be, begins to open up holes in that wall where that music, that vibration comes through the vibration, the music of life, and it begins to permeate you. Another interesting theory that they've come across, Stephen Hawking actually came up with this. He said, they used to believe that when it, something went into a black hole, that it disappeared. But what they're saying now is that the information still exists. So if you think about it, the Big Bang had to have everything contained in it in order for in an, it, billions and billions of galaxies to form into the universe once, once the Big Bang occurred. It's that same energy that came wherever that came from. That's what he's talking about. For, for mm -hmm. our mind, for our body, for our soul. Yeah. Okay, let's keep going. Good. We'll be able to go through the holes of the ball and touch the strings of our body and soul. And at that moment, we will start to resonate with the eternal, vibrant spirit of life. And that's the moment where we will not need to become God anymore. Yeah, very good. He's saying we won't have to play God anymore. We won't have to be God anymore because we'll be, we'll participate, we'll be a part of this song of life, something yes. greater yes. than ourselves. Yeah. Very cool. Very and cool. And also, mm -hmm. what he said was we start to resonate. You know, when we, hear some, when we hear someone speak, if somebody speaks a different language, if somebody speaks in, in a dialect that we do not recognize, we can't resonate with anything they're saying. Our mind does not know how to interpret the information, but when you start to resonate with that, music that he's speaking about, the music of life, then it brings you out into a whole new realm of understanding and discovery. Mm -hmm. And it connects you to the source of that music. And the, it's all a source thing, really, if you think about it. It's a source thing. So Yeah, it's like the, the, and, and the moon, moon receiving the light of the sun, and, and the moon is lit by that, the light it, of the sun. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. You become a receiver, yeah. like a radio. When you resonate with that music, it alleviates the anxiety about death and dying. Mm. Well, that is that's the secret of life right there, because we all are conscious of our own finite nature. Mm -hmm. We're all aware that we, we don't have forever, that we're not going to be here on this earth in this body for, for you know, for very long, honestly. But what happens is once we connect with the music of life that he's talking about, that, that information that comes from the other side of that wall, it alleviates our anxiety. The scripture says to stand in awe and sin not, which it's not two things. It's two things. It's not one. Because once you begin to stand in awe of the creation, that's actually part of what you are as a uh, musical instrument. The hand that strums you is what makes the music, not the instrument. You have to have an instrument, but you have to have a hand that strums the instrument. We get to be a collaborator with the hand that strums the instrument. We get to help that that unseen hand make the music. Yeah, so two things. So I'm going through my life, living my daily life, day to day. What's the access to this song of life? You know, creating some holes in the wall, like removing some bricks, a few bricks out. You know, one, one brick at a time. What's the access to remove a brick? 
and then maybe another brick and then another brick and and through those holes in the wall of my mind this i'm opening up to and receiving this song of life this higher vibration this greater force as he was refer this god force like how how does someone remove a, the bricks there's nothing you have to do and i'll tell you why because we just put a um a remote controlled lock on our door if you have the code you punch in the code the, the lock opens all you have to do is have the code there's a couple of components of it but the one thing that he's saying which is so important is that if you realize that you have le reached the limits of rationality I don't know how to understand so much of what my world is constructed of. I don't understand how to solve so many problems that I have. When you reach that point and you admit that there's something greater than you that you have access to, that force can recognize you just like the lock recognizes the code that you put in on your phone and it begins to open access to it. I got it. Yeah. So what I'm getting here is the kind of a humility, yeah, of something greater to something greater. That's it. And the giving up of my opinions, my expectations, because that's doing something in my mind, in my head. I, I've got expectations. I've got opinions. I've got, yeah, this kind of logical thinking, this need to know. But when I give that up, let that go. This access, is, I'm already, as a radio yep. uh, receiver, suddenly I'm now available to this higher yes. guidance or this higher way of seeing or this inner sight or this song of life. That makes sense to you? Yes. Yeah. He, he, he talks about how mass formation is similar to hypnosis. And the way I describe hypnosis is... You have to give up your will in order for somebody else's to operate in you. It has to be a, a whether it's a conscious or an unconscious choice that you make, you have to allow an unseen or, or even a seen will to begin to operate in you. It's your choice. And it's like being in a dream because you, what happens when you find yourself in a dream and then you realize you're dreaming? Now, you have a choice to make, actually, because you can continue. You could say, I, I don't care that I'm dreaming. I like this dream. I want to continue going through this dream. I want to continue letting the dream unfold before me and tell me, tell my mind what the dream wants to tell me. Or you could step back and say, I don't like this dream. And the minute you realize you're dreaming, you can begin to wake up. The, so in the dream, you're dreaming, kind of suddenly are awake. In, in you're aware, oh, I'm dreaming, right there right. is a shift. There's some kind of pivot in awareness or presence becoming present That's in right. real time. And then right, right in there is an access to truth or the truth. And in the truth, right. you see things as they are, and you see them as they're not. You see all those illusions, those delusions, right. the dreams. And you're suddenly now in the present, you're in present time, you're existing in present time, like all of you, your whole being. And in that, the, the bricks drop and you have this higher 
a yes. connection to something higher, this song of life. Here, here's the thing. Let's say you're having a, a nightmare. And all of a sudden, you realize that it's a nightmare. So what is it that retrieves you from the nightmare if it's not actual reality? Because the nightmare is just a construct. Even Whether it's the most pleasant dream you've ever had or it's a nightmare, the worst one you've ever had, it's not real. So what saves you then from being trapped in a terrible nightmare that you feel like you'll never wake up from? It's actual reality. Let's talk about reality. So we're saying, okay, there's reality and then there's dreams. There's coming back to reality. Well, what I, I think most people don't, I mean, oh yeah, I know what reality is. Sure. Okay. But actually, what actually is reality? What are we talking about here when we speak to reality or of reality? It's a great question. The, the only way you can actually define it is through objective and subjective. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. A subjective reality is that you, you go down a dark hall at, at nighttime and you feel like somebody's behind you. You could swear that there's somebody following you down the dark hallway. The minute you flip on the light, you create an objective reality and then you can see whether or not there's anything there. Yeah, very good. You just made a beautiful example. This is really powerful. You're walking down an alley. Okay. You start, you know, the imagination starts taking over, right? And you start thinking about that's right. you know, creepers in the alley in the in the corners hiding behind that's the right. garbage bins and 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 you hear yeah. sounds suddenly and and the imagination thinking feeling survival feelings body sensations are arising and it all feels very real in the imagination then you said oh the light yeah. goes on all of a sudden the light goes on and then all that disappears. You say, oh, it's no, it's just actually a clean alley. You can actually see every corner. You, no one's there. You, you, suddenly, it's, you see the buildings. You see the walls. You see the, the, the corners and, and all those dark spots, places are now lit. And you see actually what's there. And maybe what you see in reality, there is a scary thing or person or creature that you need to deal with, but you're actually seeing it not through a subjective lens, which is thoughts and feelings and thought, thoughts, feelings, and, and imagination. And emotions. Yeah. But you're now actually related to just what's so. You're seeing things as they are, and that objectivity we could say that objective reality, well, that's reality. The rest could just be figments that's of imagination, exactly right. thoughts and feelings, subjective. Yeah. Yes. And with hypnosis, hypnosis creates an artificial reality that you open a door to. And how does that work? Well, the minute you start, begin to surrender your own will or your own mental capacity to experience objective reality, that begins to give way to a different degree of something that takes control. So now you not only is it not your identity, your, your idea, but it's something else. And, and in a sense, you've given it permission to fabricate things in you. Yeah. So a yeah. hypnotist it's, is it's, nothing it's more like than Alice a puppet in the Wonderland. Master. You just keep going down different 
Exactly. Calls, Thank yeah. you. That's a yeah. perfect example. If you begin to realize that you're in, you're having a nightmare, the minute you begin to realize that it's a nightmare, then there's a part of you that can want to wake up out of that nightmare and go back into actual reality. Mm -hmm. And that is where you, if you get to the point where you realize, okay, this thing is controlling me. Now you're speaking to, if you're actually awake, you're living, you're in your day. I said, there's somebody in your life that has a hypnotic influence over you and you don't like it. Every single person has a person in their life or more than one that has an influence on you that you don't like. I said, all you have to do is identify that that is having an influence on you and, and want to be free from it. That's it. Yeah, and that's Just called say, the truth. Just say, I don't truth. want to be that, influenced that, by this. Yeah, that's called that's the truth. That's called the truth. And then the truth sets you and free. Then that's, yeah. yeah. All right, awesome. It, it triggers something, a, a domino effect toward freedom. Yeah, yeah, very good. Awesome. Thank you, David. Thank you all for mm. listening. If you got yes. some value from the show, the conversation, if you liked it, please share it. Sharing it is... Uh, a way for us to grow and reach more people. And you also help people in your life. Thank you all. Be well.